Well, our scripture verse tonight, our main text is really one verse, actually part of a verse, Psalm 118, 27a, <coughs> excuse me, but in addition uh, to that verse, uh, there are a couple of other verses, one in Numbers and one in John that we're going to have in mind and that I want us to have in mind as we move forward. So let's hear from God's word right now. Number 6, 24 through 26, we're listening to God's holy and infallible word. Uh, This is called the Aaronic Blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And then Psalm 118, 27a, like I said, especially our focus, the Lord is God and he has made his light shine upon us. And then John eight twelve, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. People of God gathered here tonight at faith. Exactly 18 years ago today, a young couple with their lives ahead of them We're pretty excited. It was their wedding day. God had led them to each other in a pretty amazing way. The guy was living in Southern California and was a lot tanner than he is today. The girl was a Bible college student in West Michigan. A family friend thought they'd make a good couple. After a good couple months of persuading, the guy finally called her up. They met over the phone, and then they wrote letters. They met in person a number of months later. And they even tried some email, which back in 1995 was in its very earliest stages for regular folks. The guy, after a little while, moved to Michigan to start taking classes at Calvin Seminary. And now this young couple only lived 45 minutes apart. They dated, they fell madly in love. There were a lot of drives home late at night on the weekends. They got sick of driving home late on the weekends and decided to get married. As you probably guessed, the couple I'm talking about is me and Sarah. We chose the Psalm 118 verse for our wedding text on that Saturday, December 20, 18 years ago. The Lord is God, and he has made his light shine upon us. This verse is about God's blessings, and we really wanted to acknowledge him and his blessing on our marriage and in our marriage to thank him for the light of his grace in our lives and to let everyone know that his blessing alone was the foundation for our marriage. Though that seems like a long time ago, and a lot has happened in those 18 years, I would choose that verse all over again today. I want to think for a little bit tonight with you about why that is, why this is a precious verse to us, and why it's a precious verse to every one of God's children. 
When Jesus came, he said, I am the light of the world. And so we know that God's light is Jesus. Why is Jesus, the light of the world, such a blessing? What is it about God's light shining on us that is such a blessing? A few thoughts about that tonight. First, we are blessed because the light of the world, Jesus, cleans house. And at first, this might not seem like a blessing. Cleaning house is not fun work. Like any newly married couple, Sarah and I had to figure out who would do what in terms of keeping up a home or an apartment like it was for a number of years. We divided up the household tasks really in a pretty traditional way. Sarah was and is the primary baker, cooker, cleaner of bathrooms, carpets, mirrors, glass. I'm pretty good at taking out the trash. I make eggs. I grill. Cleaning is kind of a pain, but you have to do it. Or, as you may know and may have experienced yourself, things go downhill really quickly in a house. Do you ever notice that if if you keep the lights dim, things can look pretty decent even if they're not? The very worst in a house is if the sunlight shines in in just the right way, the right time of day, and it reveals every speck of dust. Dirt you had no idea was there. Dirt flying in the air. You're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm living in this. Well, God's light shines on us in this way too. God's light reveals the dirt in our lives, the sin in our hearts. Acts 26.18 says, we read there, that through the message of the gospel, our eyes are opened and turned from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God. Now, it can be disappointing when God's light reveals our sin because it can cramp our style. Sometimes we like to keep the lights low in certain areas of our hearts and lives so we can indulge in this or that sin that we like indulging in from time to time so we don't have to clean up our mess. But God's light comes in to reveal just how much we need him, to show us just how much dust there really is. Jesus' light shines in and says, yeah, you know, Greg, even though you try to hide it, you've got some cleaning up to do in your life. You've got some work to do. For a believer, this cleaning house is a good thing because we know that because of Jesus' coming, in him we're not punished for that filthy dirt of our sins. Number six says the Lord makes his face shine upon us and is gracious to us. God is gracious to us in Jesus. He forgives. He cleans our hearts and lives. And because of his grace, and because we belong to him, as believers, we want the cleansing that his blood brings. We want to become more holy, don't we? We want to be more like Jesus. Thinking about marriage today, because it's my anniversary, 
what a wonderful opportunity there in marriage to become more like Jesus. There's nothing like it. Who knows you better than your spouse? Talk about a spotlight on you all the time. It's pretty tough to hide anything from the person you see all the time and who sees you at your very worst. And that's a good thing when your relationship is founded on Jesus because what it means is marriage is a wonderful opportunity for Jesus' light to shine in your lives so there can be cleansing. I believe that being married to Sarah, I am doing better on my walk with God. I've got a long ways to go. But I believe I'm doing better in my walk with the Lord than I would be if I were not married to her. And I hope and pray she can say the same thing, that I encourage her as her husband in her walk with the Lord. What an opportunity for spiritual growth in that special relationship. Letting Jesus light in to reveal our need for the Lord. And it doesn't just happen in marriages, though it can in beautiful ways. It happens and could happen in close Christian friendships, in small groups. That encouragement to grow happens for Christians just as as we worship and as we fellowship together in the church, as we're accountable to one another, and the way our church works, we're accountable to our elders We need to have a church like that. In commitment and accountability together, Jesus' light can shine to get the junk out of our lives more and more. And and so Sarah and I are blessed on this, our 18th anniversary, because the light of the world cleans house. And we're all very blessed for that. There's a second reason Jesus' light blesses us, and that's because the light of the world guides us. It guides us in this life, and it guides us all the way to our eternal home. Psalm 119 says, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto our path. Amy Grant has an amazing song from the early 80s, thy word. In the ancient world, especially in Greek philosophy, light and darkness were often metaphors for truth and falsehood. We get that, you know, that phrase, seeing the light. That's what it means. It means, I see the truth. I understand. In Jesus, we see the light because Jesus brings truth. In our world, with many ideas, false religions, false philosophies, many different roads, and we're living in a time where we're rubbing shoulders with people with a lot of different ideas more and more every day. In this kind of world, Jesus comes, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the light that sorts through for us uh, the falsehood. His light shines on the right path, the path to God, and we follow. The light of truth comes especially through God's word, as Psalm 119 says, And so we go to his word for light. Sarah and I have not done this perfectly by any means, but our desire has been for God's word to guide us as a a husband and wife, as a family, on our life's path. And speaking of that path that God leads us on, that path is not a wide, comfortable path. 
according to God's word. It's not easy street. For us, like each one of you tonight, there have been some bumps on the road of life, some mountains to climb, some pretty dark valleys, but you know what? The light of God's word has not failed us yet. All the promises of his word have sustained us, and I am certain they always will, come what may. I don't know if you ever have this, but sometimes I project ahead and I can think about the future, and, and it can be a little scary. I can get a little concerned. You know, you think about your loved ones in You know, what will the next 18 years look like? Will we both be here in 18 years? We don't know the mystery of God's plan. I don't. None of us do. But as I see how God has sustained us thus far, and when I see how God has sustained so many of his children through so much, even so many of you here tonight, through illness, through challenges with kids or grandkids, through loneliness and addictions and surgeries and financial stress and worry. Well, when I see how he's sustained us and all of you, all the people I know, well, then I'm convinced that the light of the world will guide us all the way to our eternal home. What a blessing that each one of us can claim that. Jesus will always light our path, and he'll be near us to the end. A final blessing tonight is that we are blessed in that the light of the world shines in us to show others the way home to Jesus. Jesus says, I am the light of the world, and he says to us, you are the light of the world. We are too, somehow. And Sarah and I have always wanted this in our marriage, too, to be a blessing to others. And we feel that that we've been blessed in order to bless others. We want Jesus' light in our marriage, in our family, in our home, yes, and we want it to shine out for others to see him. And we all want that, don't we? I know you want that, too. There are so many people that we see around us seemingly on the wrong path. There's so many people who seem to be lost in the darkness, who seem to be headed away from the heavenly home that God has for all who believe. We who have the light are called to show others the way home to Jesus. Only Jesus can change hearts, but we're called to shine his light. He uses us who have the light to be the light. Philippians 2 puts it in a way that I've always found so beautiful. Shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Shine like stars in the universe. We might feel inadequate and unworthy of this calling to be the light, to reach others with the light. We're far from perfect. We mess up. You know, to borrow a it was about a year ago. There's a recent book and a movie title. We know there's fault in these stars. There's faults in these stars, but that's okay. God knows that, and yet He uses you. He uses me. And remember, 
It's not really about you anyway as you reach others with the light of Jesus. It's about Jesus. If we obsess about our unworthiness to lead others to Christ, you know what we're doing? We're taking the focus off of him. Sometimes in life, we think too much about ourselves by being prideful and thinking we're so great. But do you know it's also possible to think too much about ourselves by thinking we're unworthy and not capable? Both of those extremes take the eyes off of Jesus, and that's bad because it's about him. If we believe in him, the light of the world, he doesn't say, try your very hardest and maybe one day you'll be my light. Or you can be my light as long as you're, you're good enough. As long as you didn't sin today, then you can be my light. Or when you've become a great orator and you can perfectly and eloquently explain the plan of salvation and who Jesus is to anyone on the street, then you can be my light. No, he cleanses us. We believe, he makes us his own, and he says, you are the light of the world. You just are. And a great part of the blessing of belonging to Jesus is to let our light shine, to show others the way home to him. Starting with those the closest to us, I pray all the time that I'm shining the light in my own home first. I mess that up. I pray for it, that I shine the light of Jesus to those closest to me first, and then pray that we extend that out to everyone we meet. That's kind of what I wanted to share tonight. As a pastor here, I am here because God has made his light shine on me. God has put his light in my life. I've experienced his grace and I want to be a blessing and serve him in response. Sarah is my closest partner in this ministry and she's right there with me in this service. By by God's grace, we've established our home on his blessing and and we want to continue to be built up in Jesus. And that's, that's really simply what we're all doing together, isn't it? Married or not, kids or not, young or old, the Lord is God and he has made his light shine upon us. What a blessing the light of the world is who came into this world at Christmas, who is coming again and who comes into our lives today, cleaning house where we need cleaning, guiding us safely home, whatever that path is you're on tonight, and using us to lead others to glory. May you, your home, our church home, and all of us as Christians everywhere experience the great blessing of the light of the world, the light of Jesus. Amen.